It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad Yeah, this is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The podcast We are here Back at it Another another week getting into a uh, Black August of Black <laughs> History Year. You know what I mean? We out here. We getting to it back in your ear canal. Word. You know? Yeah. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing pretty good out here. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, that's cool, man. I'm chilling. I'm uh actually. <laughs> Actually, I'm not chilling. I mean, I'm, I'm all right. Um, my grandmother passed this past. Oh, Lord. Yeah, man. Let's get you know. It's one of the. Yeah, yeah. It's passed on Wednesday, and um, you know, it's been it's been tough. You know, what I mean, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting time. You know, like uh, I don't think it really hit me just yet. You know what I mean? Mm. It hit me on that day a little bit. Um, I was in Atlantic City when I got the news. Mm. So I kind of, I was away from my family. Then I had to kind of compartmentalize because I still had shows and shit to do. And, um, you know, uh, I think when uh, when the funeral happens, it's going to really, really hit me. But, Mm -hmm. you know, just um, overall... Obviously, it's a devastating blow. It's like that's the matriarch of our family. That was like the cornerstone. So, like, you know, it's uh, it's gonna hit me. But um, at the same time, I think you know she was. We knew she was like not really diagnosed. It was something. She had a growth on her pancreas that was um. That was like a mass on her pancreas. That was they couldn't really they didn't really want to do a biopsy because you know she was ninety five. So it was like mm-hmm. even if they found something, she if they had to do anything aggressive, she may not have survived it. So it was very much like palliative care, keep her comfortable and 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 play it on out. So you know initially this was back in December. So initially there was a lot of anxiety, grief. You know what I mean? Because it just felt mm-hmm. like it could happen at any time, and then. Things kind of took a turn for the better to give you a little bit of false hope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, okay, things might be all right. Then, you know, as of late, she was declining and she wasn't who she used to be. So it's for the best. You know, it sounds so cliche when people say that, but it was, you know, it was for the best. It, you know, it mm-hmm. wasn't, she wasn't the same, uh, you know, the same, like, Vibrant, you know what I mean? Vibrant mm-hmm. life, you know what I mean? Like it was just like, I didn't want to see her suffer no longer. So, right. it, you know that's 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 where it is. You know, um, rest in peace, Christine Hattie McFadden. You know, no doubt. End of an era. Yeah. Well, what was one of your best memories of your grandmother? Man, I don't. I got to think about that. I think one thing that. Um, my grandmother was way funnier than I realized. You know, I didn't realize <laughs> it till later. Like, cause my grandmother is very church going, real mm-hmm. like you know, like um, you know, like real uh, 
not churchy now that, now that I've gotten to see more of the balance like she was church going so much so that like I always used to joke like she gonna have like a, a list at the door you know what I mean <laughs> like we gonna be good but um it's two things you know my grandmother's one amongst like the first tenants of Brownsville houses so she would always tell me like how when it first when it was first there, like she got one of the showcase apartments. They don't even do these apartments anymore. But when they like they first there, they used to come through and shine the doorknobs at night. Like it was like well taken care of. There was like a beautification uh committee in each building. Like it was a, a thing. Like she was, you know. So mm-hmm. that was one thing she always talked about. And I was like, so what happened? She'd be like, niggas. <laughs> you know, that was one of the things. But um <laughs> one thing that she always used to say. <laughs> It was like, you know, and I don't know how much of it was just being a grandmother, but um, you get her something, you know, you get her something for Christmas or birthday or whatever. She was one of them people like she would, you know, admire the rapping or whatever. But her thing was like, it, this is this is beautiful. Like the way she would <laughs> say it, like I just I'll forever hear that shit. You know, it's just a lot of things. I got voice memos voice uh uh you know like when she would call me i would you know like leave the message i wouldn't i wouldn't delete the messages just in anticipation for all of this mm-hmm. to uh to listen back i haven't been able to listen to it yet but you know yeah yeah man sorry to hear that man it's all good I hate to bring it down at the top, but I had to, you know, just hey, get man, that, you know, to. yeah, had to get that out the way. That was, um, that was on my heart. I had to, you know, you know, um, speak to it mm-hmm. so we could get light with the rest of the fodder. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> to get into conversation. <laughs> that is all. Nah, 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 nah. Shit. We here. We here. We here. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, you know, we out here. But that, you know, obviously beyond that, you know, I'm out here. I'm living. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just uh, did the Atlantic City thing. Um that was a lesson in being a professional comedian. You know what I'm saying? Like having to just compartmentalize and go up and do your shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Still still be funny and still, you know what I mean? Do the job, get the paper. You know what I'm saying? Get back to the to the people. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I did that. I was out in Atlantic City while I was out there. Um, I, uh, what did I do? I went out, I pulled the, I pulled the young Muhammad. And I say a young Muhammad because I, I, I'm either attribute that to you or or the young Muhammad, you know what I mean, young Asa, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But like, uh, I went out. I needed to replace my my iPhone, so I was mm-hmm. already in AC. I was like, "Well, shit, I might as well ride out to Delaware." So I can, <laughs> you know what I mean? I could miss the sales tax, uh-huh. so I went ahead. I went ahead and pulled the Delaware movement. Got me a uh, had to replace the phone because the phone was. Some bullshit, mm-hmm. and uh, so I got a new piece, and uh, you know I got that done. But uh, other well, beyond that, I went to uh, Ocean City, and mm-hmm. I did a little bit of boardwalk walking. Because the thing is, 
We only got a show where one show a night. So pretty much the entire day is just whatever you're gonna do with it. So I went to uh went to the Atlantic City boardwalk. Mm-hmm. I walked that a bit, but then I realized in the moment as I was out there that uh I was not dressed for the boardwalk. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, you know, I'm <laughs> in a casino. Now nah, you should have on some 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 like some summer conducive clothing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I might have had a rugby on with some jeans. Like I was out there looking real autumn, late autumn. Like Look, I, New York nigga at the beach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was anything. Only thing I was missing was Tim's. Like I was all the way out there, and it was dumb hot. So I was like, Nah, let me let me pull an audible. Brought it back inside, and then I doubled back with some shorts and a tee. Like the next day, I went to the Ocean City. Maybe not the next day, but two days later. Went to the Ocean City Boardwalk, and that shit mm-hmm. was cool. I even, you know what I mean? I even hit the hit the beach, put put the toes in the water. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get <laughs> a little moment like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to the, I went in the water. I had a Target bag with all my shit just because I don't trust nobody. I was by myself, so I didn't want to just leave my shit on the shore. I had my mm-hmm. brand new phone, so I had all my shit. I might have looked, I definitely might have almost low-key looked like a vagrant. You know what I mean? I look like, you know what I mean? You know, you see the cats on the tray with their whole life in the bag? That's how I was mm-hmm. looking in the ocean. But, um, yeah. So you had all this in the water with you? I had all of that bagged up in the water so holding this big-ass you, Target bag. You yeah. trusted the target bag over the shore. It was it was a sturdy target bag. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if all the target bags are this sturdy, but the ones in Delaware, damn it, like they they're reusable. Like they thick. And I and and this is how fucked up. <laughs> this is the thought I had. It's ridiculous. I didn't act on it, but um, I don't know if it's just a, some scarcity thinking or whatever. But you know, here in New York. The bags, you got to buy bags now. So, you know, you mm-hmm. keep your bags after you buy them and you reuse them. So, like, um, you know, you go to Target, they always ask you, or most places you do the self-checkout, they say, yo, how many bags did you use? And I'll be proudly hitting the zero because I'm not getting charged. Mm-hmm. But the, the Delaware Target bag was goodish. They, they free. You know, Delaware, they're not on that. You know, not charge you for bags. So you can take as many as you want. And typically, like, if I go to, like, Walmart or something, like, in Jersey or whatever, I, I catch up on some bags, right? And these mm-hmm. are good-ass Target bags, like I said. And I walked out with just the one, and I found myself being like, damn, I should have kind of stocked up on these. These would have been the move. But, uh, you know, I got to exercise the broke out of my system. You know, it's still, it's still, it still comes through every so often in spurts. No doubt, but, no uh, doubt. Yeah. But anyway, I say all that to say, yeah, it was a, it was a strong-ass bag. What's up with you though, man? How was your week? Ah, my weekend was good, man. Um, got out and about in the city. Summer in the city, you know, man. Mm -hmm. You know how Mm -hmm. it goes in New York, especially in this summer when people were locked down last summer. So, um, they had an African chop house up at Taranga on um Fifth Ave up there across from Central Park. Maybe, what's that, like 103, 105, something like that. Um, okay. This, at, the African, at the African Center. That's what Now, this is a monthly thing? Because I know you said this before. You went last time. Is this like once no, a I, month? Or? I, I didn't go last time, but I'm not sure how often he does it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, shout out to Stanley Lumax, who created African Chop House in his home. So right. okay. a lot of it, a lot of times they were at his crib. You know what I mean? And then... 
he started moving them around in different places. He started, you know, doing them in, um, you know, at different events. Um, he actually did did one over in Africa a couple years ago in uh, South yeah. Africa during uh, NBA weekend out there. Get the so, blessings. Yeah, yeah, so he's actually moving it around. And uh, Taranga is an African spot that he may be a part of. He's somehow affiliated with it some kind of way. I'm not sure right. if he's an owner, investor, or partner, but he's affiliated with Taranga. So this time it was at Taranga. Um, and, you know, the black people were out. Like I told you before, it's always beautiful black people out. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's, you know what I'm saying, dressed, you know, dressed nice. Not, not in like, you know, uh, let's dress up type of way, but you know, casually fly. Right. So right. it's a nice summer day. It was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It was one of them days where it got, it wasn't as scorching hot. You know what I mean? It got in the seventies and you know, it was a great day. So everybody was out. The block was, was popping. You know, the DJ had it rocking. The food was, was on the African on point. Um, it was dope. And then they also had uh not they, but, also, Summer Stage was happening. Slick Rick was performing with the Originals. So the mm. Originals is uh, Clark Kent. Um, who is it? Clark Kent, D-Nice. Stretch Armstrong, D-Nice. Stretch Armstrong uh, Tosh, and Rich Rich Medina. Rich Medina. Rich, Rich Medina, Stretch Armstrong, Clark Kent, and D-Nice. I don't Got think it. D-Nice was there. I can't say if he was. I didn't see him. But okay. he's a part of the originals. So, right. you know, it was a you know, the party, then Slick Rick. We got there in time to see Slick Rick perform. And so mm. that was dope. Um, Slick Rick definitely had that shit on the schedule. You could tell he'd been doing this shit a long motherfucking time. <laughs> what made you say that? <laughs> Give me oh, we'll speak good. to that. Then he came out, you know what I'm saying? They they played the show for him to walk out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, this this card. You know, he walk uh, out, everybody singing the song for him, da da boom, boom, boom. Then children's story come on, and I swear they had it pitched up, you know what I'm saying, a couple of more BPMs than it's <laughs> regular. <laughs> So yeah. the shit is on speed right. And he rocking that shit With a new kind of flow Cause it's going fast as fuck mm-hmm. That motherfucker Ran through that whole song <laughs> Guess what we saw Dead and dope fiend Shooting dope Who don't know the meaning Of water no soap And then mm-hmm. That shit went off They played one more joint at, at, In a higher BPM as well And then motherfucker was like <laughs> Alright y'all peace Y'all stay cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit. Like I got a whole nother spot to be at in thirty right. minutes, so let's right. get this popping. <laughs> slick Rick yeah. has left the park. I yeah, that Slick shit. Rick was in and motherfucking out. <laughs> he was fresh. But, yeah, I mean, you know, he was. You know, Slick Rick got a uniform now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, what I'm saying I'm kind of like Slick Rick myself. I like a uniform. I don't. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to have to do a whole lot of guesswork. You know, you keep a little standard type of look. Make it easier to shop. Make it right. easier to get dressed. Make it easy right. to show up fresh, you know? So, you know, yeah. Slick Red, it's summer, so, you know, you're going to have on like a little short set with the with the wallabies, with the thick bottom wallabies and the big chains. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Diamond, diamond eye patch and a hat, nigga. It's easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That way you know that's Slick Red. You already know. Right, right, right. One thing about Slick Rick, outside of him, you know, being a legend and all of that, and you know, a beast, he's still, um, he's still active. 
He popped yeah. up on a few on a few records. He was on the West Side Gun. He did a couple records on the West Side Gun um, project not too long ago. Uh, I forget where else I heard him recently. I'm trying to trying to come to me, but I seen him. He came up somewhere else and he was spitting crazy. Like, like you know, sometimes cats that are legends are I don't want to say past their prime, but they you know they definitely still living off of their heyday. And sometimes you know, as 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 beloved as you are your cadence might be a little dated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you might sound like it's been a while since you, you've you been in the booth. Slick Rick, he's still nice. He might even be nicer than he was, which is 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 to be commended. So, yeah, just salute to them. You know what I mean? If you, you know, if you, uh, if you see Slick Rick featured anywhere, definitely get excited because he's still spitting that shit. You know, mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and and that's a testament to having your own fucking style, your own flow, unique mm-hmm. to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, you know, that the industry didn't cannibalize. You know what I mean? A lot of times you get a flow and cats jump on it and then it's cannibalized. Nobody want to hear it no more. Um, mm-hmm. But he's always been, had a unique flow that nobody really was able to kind of master. So it stayed unique to him. And it helps, you know what I mean? It helps transcend the time because... It's, it doesn't get played out, you know. You come right. back, that voice is like, okay, yeah, that's that's Slick Rick. Slick Rick is like, he's 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 beyond time, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. Slick Rick then, Slick Rick now, Slick Rick, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, that's that old cat, you know what I mean? Right, he, right. Even even my kids was was wasn't mad that it was Slick Rick, and when he only did two songs, they were like, that's it. He gone already? Like, what, what's good? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's songs that they heard. So, you know, that children's story gonna play. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's timeless. So um that's 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 what you wanna you know, as a as a again, myself as a a, a human, you mm-hmm. wanna be able to kinda be able to transcend time and fit in no matter which era you roll into. Not, not you don't have to be the main attraction, but Right. You don't look out of place, like yeah, this, yeah. What's this nigga doing? Yeah. You know, right, 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 right. Nah, you still, you still compliment the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. He's on the IDK album too, right? You know? so, yeah, and yeah, and speaking of ID, IDK, I don't know what that formula is and how to do it, but I know it's a thing. Some people don't. Some people just look old when they, you know, what I'm saying they, they whole style is just, just goes out. And when they show up, they're like, okay, who this nigga? Right, so, right. I yeah. don't know what the formula is that make you, you know what I'm saying, transcend time or not. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's just, I guess it's just being true to who you are. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> I'm sure some people true and just don't nah, make Nah, but you know, true to who you are, but like respectful of the land. You know what I'm mm. saying? Respectful of... Of the time, because you got to, you know, you got to realize, especially even in your prime, I think you got to, I think it helps when you knowledgeable about the fact that you share this world. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, there's people that say, you know, this shit, it's not all about you, even if it might feel like it. You know what I'm saying? Like you Mm -hmm. might, you might be at your, you might be cracking. And you could get on some shit to where you feel like nobody could tell me shit. 
Mm-hmm. And that typically is when, you know, that's when it could start to go left. You still kind of got to be in tune with what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, evolving, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, to all of the, to what's going on custom wise and things like that. Just know how to read the room. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it, it never stops. It never stops. It's just like, just like when you first start going into spaces, you start to, you start to learn how to adapt or at least you hope to, you know what I mean? Some people just kind of stumble through awkwardly or some people just bulldoze their way through. And you know what I mean? They, they may not always uh, have to deal with, you know, the way they move in the world. Like, sometimes shit will just move away from them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They may not always be confronted with the way that they kind of move about. But then oftentimes, if you kind of, you you moving about and you kind of, you getting a feel for how things are, you know what I'm saying? And you find your place in it. And, you know, you respect, like, the customs of the land or the, the you know what I mean? The, the mm-hmm. um... The venue, whatever it is, if you just kind of, you know, you stay respectful, you stay cordial, all of that shit, you know, it, it you'll be invited back and you'll be around a lot longer. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, um, I'm saying a lot of this shit because I know, you know, as of now, like as of late, you know, a lot of, there's been a lot of talk about the whole, like, the baby situation. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um... And I think, you know, obviously everybody kind of, I think, should know what what happened. But, like, I guess to recap, he said some wild shit on stage mm-hmm. about, um, about you know, you know, no dudes, you know, dudes, you know what I'm saying, dudes out in the parking lot sucking dick or if you got diseases. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing. Well, he, he, he ran he ran the age old concert Spiel. play yeah. of you know, it's just like it's like ugly people be quiet and then you know what I'm saying everybody ah except for he took it ten too times too far. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you yeah. ain't sucking dick, hold your phone up. Which is a wild I mean even as a as a as a straight person, that's some wild shit to even Come out your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why is sucking your dick coming out your mouth anyway on the stage? But yeah. it was in the same frame of ugly people be quiet. And then if you if you don't have a disease that'll make right. you die in two weeks, put your right. phones in the air. And I guess right. that was supposed to get people hype, but right. he he uh, he terribly misread yeah. um, the room. And you know the the reach yeah. of the the content. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Which happens? Which happens? We every nobody's infallible of saying the wrong shit. <laughs> and you know, anytime you get on a mic, shit, every week or every mm-hmm. night, every time you got a mic in front of your mouth, you mm-hmm. could say the wrong thing. And especially in the era of the camera phone, that shit mm-hmm. could get captured and taken out of the not out of context, but taken out of that space and travel mm-hmm. the world faster than you would like, faster mm-hmm. than you could you could get you could defend it or faster than you could explain it or faster than you could realize how fucked up what you said, you know what I mean? How, how off target you were, you know what I mean? And I think, I think with him, 
like, I think what happened with him, and this is my thought, I think that, one, I think that he's in a, in a, in a position where he's popping, right? Mm-hmm. And he's in a, he's been in the, he's been kind of in the news with a little bit of controversy as of late, quite a few times, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was the whole Meg Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez type of thing. He was kind of caught in the middle of that. And, you mm-hmm. know, there's there's a bunch of other shit. You know, he's had some events where they, you know, sometimes he's kind of bounced out of them in a way that was like, all right, that was that kind, you know, the, the fight in the, in the Louis store, that kind of went for legacy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But then, and I can't recount all of the different things. But I think where he went wrong is, you know, again, we're in like a social media era, right? Mm-hmm. And social media moves faster than any human being. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes when you on the other side of that onslaught, and I ain't never been on a super duper onslaught of social media, so I can't can't all the way relate. But when you in the midst of being quote unquote canceled or you getting motherfuckers coming at you for some shit that you said and you could feel like you under attack. Sometimes you might want to, you could, you could get defensive Mm -hmm. faster than you could kind of download what's going on. Sometimes when social media is on your ass, you might need to just log out. Close your laptop, even take the, the, take the app off your phone or at least get out the app and kind of sit down and assess what's going on. Figure out Mm -hmm. what's the damage. Like, get out the car, look at the damage, (laughs) see what happened, see how big the dent is. Don't just stay in your car, keep riding, throw your finger up, man. Fuck all y'all. Because I think what Mm -hmm. happened is he got defensive. He probably felt under attack. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He probably felt like, you know, because he finally put out an apology. And the mm-hmm. first paragraph of his apology is more, it's kind of cop please, like, yo, social media be coming at me. I've been feeling like I'm on the <laughs> wrong side of, you know what I mean? People coming, you know what I'm saying? Coming for me. And I was defensive and, you know what I mean? Maybe even, you know, arrogant about how I handled it. Mm-hmm. And I could, you know, I could see how that happens immediately. I could see how that happens, but it's just, is real key, and hopefully he catches it from this situation, but it's real key to just say, let me take a hot second before I I engage. Right. You know what I mean? It don't even have to be a social media. It's just in any type of encounter. Sometimes mm-hmm. the knee-jerk shit is to be like, well, fuck you too then. You know what I mean? Like, even if you, yeah, even if you in the wrong, you like, oh, y'all going there with it? And then after you realize, damn, I'm in the wrong <laughs> Now you feel like a dickhead. <laughs> now right. you feel like I tell you, you know, you ever, you ever, um, you ever be in a car and there's a car in front of you, and the car ain't moving fast enough. Like the car's like you at an intersection or something. The car's supposed to make the turn, so you can make the turn. But for whatever reason, the car ain't made the turn all the way yet. And mm-hmm. then you just hit your horn like, bah, come on, you know what I mean, on some shit like that. And then soon as you let your hand off the horn, there's like an elderly person crossing the street. That mm. now comes into view, and now you just look like a dickhead that just mm. was impatient and just had you just relaxed just a second, <laughs> you would have seen the full situation. I think that is the case here. Obviously, what he said was was OD. It was problematic, and hopefully he's gonna find out why. And you know what I mean? He's gonna do the knowledge and everything like that. But 
the way he jumped out and, and, and got real indignant and defensive wasn't a good look. Nah, but, um, nah. What's your thoughts? Hold on. Hello? Yeah, you Hello? there? You hear me? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, blanked yeah, out for a second. Yeah, yeah. Blanked out for a second. Nah, you said hold on, so I just yeah, chill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, okay. no, Because no. I couldn't hear you. I was like, hold on, hold on. Let me see oh, what okay. the fuck's going on. All right. <clears throat> but here's my little part, my little take on it, right? All right, so you jump out, you say some wild shit, which was cringeworthy to me as I saw it, even before the controversy. When I, you know, I, I told you I was watching the Rolling Loud shows and shit. Right, right. And um, and when he said it, I was kind of like, that's some weird old shit to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've heard all kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? Right, but right. that right there was weird. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when the backlash started coming, you know, I wasn't surprised because there was some real, real wild shit. Right. But the thing about it is, you know, he has jumped into some of these conversations, you know, like like you said, Tory Lanez. And, you know, he, you know, he, he made himself a part of some of these conversations that was on the on 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 one side or the other of the fence. Right. And he, he made a definitive stance in, in other people's conversations. Right. On one mm-hmm. hand. So, Such as, okay. like, give me an example. I'm trying to. So the Tory Lanez and, and Meg The Stallion situation, and, mm-hmm. and and then can you know bringing Tory out at Rolling Loud, and you know what I'm saying, just just you know what I'm saying, they making like a thing of it because they know people are talking about it. Like, yeah, let me, right? You know what I'm saying. Right. So you 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 actually taking that stance when you do shit like that. You leaning so, in, yeah, yeah. You leaning into it when it really ain't has shit to do with you. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like you had nothing to do with none of that, but. Right. You want to, you know, show camaraderie and, you know, you want to show people your stance, which, you know, okay, people can't really say much, but it's like a note to self. All right, note to self. That's where he stands with shit. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, as what you were saying, sometimes you need to log out and shit like that. Chris Brown gave him the best advice. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and do your shows, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just keep it, you know what I'm saying? Shut the fuck up, you know? And right. and, and 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 do what you out here to do. But right. okay, nah, nah, you get arrogant, you know, you get self you get defensive and shit like that. But then he also I you know, which is, you know, like what they call a butterfly effect. The little small thing, the smallest shit can have the biggest impact sometimes. Right. And I think in 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 his case, that shit he did to the candy kids, you know. What oh I'm right, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying the candy kids a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you opened the door with the intent to record these kids, yeah. and then you know what I'm saying. So I could see if somebody else was recording and it played out the way it played out, but it seems because you were recording it, you were you were trying to get some type of reaction. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You trying to prove some type of point, which you know was funny to to you to him at the time. You know what I'm saying? It was like ah, they tried to play me. It was a conversation at the time, but it also gave people an insight on on your your uh, character. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. that's some shit you ain't even had to do. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. some 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 shit kids do for clout on the internet. You already, right. you know what I'm saying? You already the baby. You know what I mean? So. I think 
with all of those things combined, you go out and you do your thing. And once the groundswell starts, you're going to have mm-hmm. people that's going to be like, yeah, that's that same motherfucker that did them mm-hmm. kids like that, man. Fuck that motherfucker. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a lot of those things coming into play that, that rails against you, the person. Now, one thing that I'm, you know, I'm pretty, um, you know, I'm glad that this happened because it opens up a bigger conversation, not just, you know, what's homophobic or not. You know what I'm saying? Was it weird or not? Was it insensitive or not? It's like, what do we tolerate as far as, you know what I'm saying, this culture and this music goes, you know what I mean? What is it that we're going to, who, who, who are we tolerating and what types of discussions are we tolerating? Are we tolerating the, the, you know, homophobic? Are we tolerating the, the, you know, violence against other blacks? You know what I mean? It, what, it's like time for a conversation of what are we actually serving up to the public and how are you going to punish one guy for doing all the wild shit when you have been rewarding him the whole time for all kind of other wild shit. So I think that's the conversation that needed to be happening. So like, I think it was Charlemagne or somebody. And uh, I think a couple of other people was doing, I think academics were saying, well, whose job is it to pull to police? What, you know, can be said, you know, you can't stop nobody from saying shit, but what is tolerable out here? What, what are we tolerating? And what, what aren't we tolerating? Because as much as people blame the rappers, you know what I'm saying? I tend to more blame the programming, you know what I'm saying, that supports it because there is no the baby at that level without the support of a whole lot of motherfuckers in radio and motherfucking TV and motherfucking record labels. Not saying that he shouldn't say what he says on his records because he's an artist. He's doing, he doing what he wants. But... There's, you know, sometimes you listen to, I listen to the radio and it's like, God damn, all five of these songs that y'all playing all day is about some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Golly. So who, who chooses these five songs and how do we at least add some diversity? I'm not saying don't play these five songs, but God damn, I know it's some other topics and subjects out there that can be right. talked about in these motherfucking records. Cause you know what I'm saying? For all of these other years, in black music, there was different topics. You know what I mean? It was love. There was this. There was that. It wasn't all shit. She sucked my dick through my drawers. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, God damn, I got kids in the car. Right. <laughs> that's supposed to be a love song. Right. It's supposed to be the radio. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I thought, what is the radio version of the radio version? Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think it opens up a bigger conversation to, you know, to everybody to look at themselves like you know they're 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 taking them off all of these uh festivals and shit like that now but it's like okay but you probably got niggas on the festival that's saying way worse shit you know what i'm saying and and the radio is playing records on the radio that's saying way worse shit you know about other groups of people or you know what i mean it's it's like who who are we protecting here you know what I'm saying? Right. Is it the the audience in general or is it just specific groups? And that's 
a more important conversation than this one guy who says some bonehead shit on the stage. Right. Yeah. I think, I think also it's a, it's a, it's a deep conversation, right? Because on one level, I think sometimes there's this thing in the black community, you know what I mean? Well, in the, I'll say in the hip hop community, in the hip hop community, um, eh, maybe the black community. I, I say the black community, right? It, and then now, like hip hop being rap music being so multi generational, right? Mm-hmm. That, you know, the youth is always going to be the, uh, the people that push it forward. You know what I mean? Push it mm-hmm. forward, push it. The, you know, they're going to test the boundaries of what was laid before them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They're going to create more space for themselves. They're going to challenge the status quo or whatever has been the precedent before, right? That's mm-hmm. just that's just kind of the behavior of the youth. That's their job on a certain level, right? So mm-hmm. part of me is like, you know, it's it's... On one hand, it's up to the audience because it's up to the audience to kind of make the stink. You know what I mean? Like the offended party, right? Mm -hmm. So the offended party in this baby situation, they were very vocal. You know what I'm saying? Like they went all out and there wasn't any reluctance in their offense or enough of, there was enough people making enough noise to where it gains steam, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think that in the hip hop community slash black community, there is this thing of where it cuts 50 50, where it's like, I don't like what I'm hearing, but I don't want to be looked at as an old hater. I don't want to be looked at as somebody that's trying to stop another black person's bag. I don't want to look like somebody that's trying to in, you know, infringe on somebody's right. You know what I'm saying? I think it's some, you know, quietly I think it's some bullshit, but I'm not going to really all the way jump out the window for this. You know what I'm saying? For fear of maybe being ostracized. For fear mm-hmm. of being that motherfucker that you went too far. You know what I mean? You out here looking like C. Dolores Tucker. You know what I'm saying? You get excommunicated. You know what I mean? Or you, you know what I mean? You don't have the the power that you thought you had. You know what I mean? You don't have as many people on board. You're revealed to someone that is not with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there seems to be this type of fucking, this struggle you know what I mean? Like, if we being honest, like, when you young, you don't give a fuck about what's on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the, the wilder, the better, unless maybe you in the car with your parents or your family and they say something, but that dynamic is some old parents type shit, parents just don't understand type shit. But when you back around your friends, Y'all go right back to, you know what I'm saying? Suck my dick through my drawers or whatever the fuck is the record. You know what I mean? Whatever is the wow shit. Because that's just, you know, it's the it's it's blowing your mind. You know what I mean? Like, this is some shit you feel. You ain't really been in the world on a certain level. When you get older 
and you, you know, you mature and you have kids, you know what I'm saying? You're older, you got a a wife or a, a lady that you wed or somebody. You're you're mature, you're looking at it and you could you could hear it. Like even even shit from back in the day. Like I was listening to um I was in the car somebody and I was listening to uh Grand Pooba, old Grand Pooba record. I think I like it, right? Mm-hmm. And um <laughs> you know, Pooba's one of my favorite rappers of all time. Like he mm-hmm. was probably one of my first, you know, there was I got you know you got a lineage of favorite rappers, different yeah. eras. You know, and that's what I mean? what you Pooba had was, on a Pooba outfit at the damn boardwalk. So yeah, I believe. Yeah, you. I, de- I definitely <laughs> did sweating hard, sweat to the rear. Anyway, yeah, so I'm out here sweating, looking crazy. But um, Pooba, Pooba got a. Or so I think it's I like it. Uh, one of them shits. Maybe a step to the rear. Whatever he says. Um, uh, what he say? Pooba make her stink box sweat. And I was like, which is ignorant and poetic <laughs> at the same time, but like, and it's a, a line I've heard a million, a million, a million times. But I'm, I'm with somebody that was like, hey, yo, you know what I mean? And I was like, right, you know what I mean? Like, right, I didn't even realize it. I guess, yeah, at 43, that shit sounds crazy, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like when I was 15, that shit right. was, that was poetry. That was some shit. So it's one of those things to where, like, you're less likely to be like, whoa, 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 when you're younger. When you get older, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You now, you looking like this ain't even about you or you out of touch. Or some people, you know, there's, there's a struggle with getting older and accepting the fact that you are older, that, you know, as much as, you know, we love seeing Slick Rick at, you know what I'm saying? The originals or whatever like that. that you know, this is about Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, you know, Pooh Shiesty. Like, it's daytime. You know what I'm saying? And, and we don't really got to vote on a certain level. Like, we got to uh-huh. vote. But if the block ain't strong, the voting block yeah. ain't strong, the, the vote is flimsy out here. Right. Whereas Let's with see. some of these... Go ahead, uh, go ahead. Nah, nah. I, I'm not even trying to vote on who the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because <clears throat> what I'm saying is the youth, while they while they have their their running this their culture, whatever, mm-hmm. they don't program the radio stations. They don't sign no acts. You know what I'm saying? They don't put no they don't put millions and millions of dollars behind acts you know what i'm saying right. it's the corporations that put the millions of dollars be and they don't do this shit in, in other genres in other genres they, sh- they figure out how to fucking make a balance of different kinds of shit you know what i'm saying but in our music both hip-hop and, and r&b right now you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying it's one archetype you know what I mean? That they're signing, that they're promoting, that the radio stations are programming. So, you know, after 10 years of programming in that way, yes, it sounds normal. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like, okay, yeah, this is what people expect, you know? But <clears throat> I don't see how it had changed from, okay, in previous years. Not And then it's like, again, it, I'm not fighting to be relevant or mm-hmm. be cool. I'm just, I'm just noticing the difference of how shit plays out and Mm -hmm. when you know the whole model that they're using to promote and make music now 
it was the underground model that people like Luke Skywalker and you know what I'm saying and Jay Prince and Easy E and those guys followed. Okay, we make music that they could play in the streets and in the clubs because why? The radio won't play us. You know what I'm saying? TV is not playing us. MTV is not playing this shit. So we got to go to like like the jukebox and niggas just vote on it, right? So now the entire model is based on the underground model because that shit worked for the underground. And now the in 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 urban music and black music, they're using just a simplified model. It's like we don't have to do much work. We ain't gotta think about this shit. We ain't gotta you know what I mean. We gonna do what's already there that was working on the underground and put millions of dollars behind that shit and watch it blow. So right. that's 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 what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? The culture gonna be the culture. But, but there is well, still... go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Ask me. Ask me. Does do you feel like that? Because uh, I feel like the programming and all of that, uh, even the labels and all of that, sometimes, and it's one of those chicken or the egg type of things. But I, I'm curious: are they not responding to whatever whatever's performing already in the market? Right, yeah, like you yeah. said, the underground. No, no, no. no. So I, I'm so not saying like, that they're not, but they don't do that in all other genres. That's all I'm saying. Well, see, I don't they even don't, know about these other genres. Yeah, like they, 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 they do what's responding, but it's somehow very magically in other genres, all kind of music exists that's doing well in other parts of the, you know, what I'm saying spectrum. So just in our genre, it's strictly street music. Period. As far as hip hop is concerned, and and for a large part the R and B that we're being programmed with. So when shit like the baby happens in a concert, it's not fucking surprising. You know what I'm saying? It's not because shit. This is the type of shit. These are the type of rappers that we are booking. We booking the this nigga name is Pooh Shiesty. Shit. Nigga, this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Dirk gonna get up there and talk about how many bodies and you know what I'm saying, this other rapper's gonna talk about how who they smoked and the pack that mm-hmm. and, and name these these uh mothers' babies on the records that have been killed in the streets. You know what I'm saying? And they're gonna mm-hmm. do it and the radio gonna play it and celebrate it and the shit gonna be on the fucking radio all day. Right. And ain't nobody gonna say shit. Yeah, see, I don't know. I, I've, I'm thinking like, obviously, there's, you know, we seeing the, the the extreme shit. The street shit is definitely probably got the majority. Obviously, gets the majority of the spins and the attention and the platform or whatever. I think on a certain hand, and I don't know whose whose responsibility is. I don't know if it's a responsibility thing, but like culturally, there needs to be more. And this this is age old. This this is at least a thirty year old argument, at least twenty five year old argument. But especially within the last twenty years, there has been a thriving blue collar rap community. I'm just speaking on rap. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's people like Little Brother, The Roots, Sky Zoo, whomever, like people that are not on the radio, very rarely on the radio, but they living. You know what I'm saying? They 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 they, they can afford to they, you know, they can afford their lifestyle. They could, you know, have a home, raise a family, blah blah blah. 
put out music that is not, you know, who I smoke. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit more uh, diverse, a little bit more. You know what I mean? And I don't want to, I don't even want to, I don't even like to, I like totally point out certain acts. But what I'm saying is there is, there is a lot of other rap out there that don't get the shine, but it's not as though it's not out there. It's my, it might not be as heralded, but we are in a world where like we got way more power than we used to. Because I'm going to be honest with you, dude, um, and maybe just today I did it for 10 minutes because for whatever reason I forget, but I rarely ever listen to the radio. If I'm not listening to a podcast, I'm listening to some shit off of Apple Music or whatever streaming service I got. And with that, I got the power to create my own little playlist and put on some shit that I want to hear. Like, I was just listening to 36 Chambers. You know what I mean? Like, half of these new rappers, I only know, again, like I said, because of The Breakfast Club, because of their interviews. More often than not, I might go listen to their music just to say, okay, I see what the vibe is, Mm -hmm. but I'm not spinning it. But obviously, I'm... I'm not in that demo. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they ain't, they not marketing to me. But I don't know if it's, um, if it's, um, more money towards a more diverse curation or whatever the fuck. I don't know what could be the case, but it is not as though there isn't any other type of rap out there. Like you know what I mean? Like there are there's people out there. Yeah, that's that's my point. That my point is that it's 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 always going to be diverse voices. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be. I don't. I'm not saying you had to make you know schoolhouse rock music. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even opposed to the shit that's on the radio sometimes. You know what I mean? All I'm saying is is that for you know at least ten fifteen years we have been inundated with one single singular voice. In right. hip hop on the radio for the most part. You know what I'm saying? You do have a Jake Hold at a breakthrough or whatever. But Kendrick. Kendrick. But for the most part, what's coming at you day in and day out through the radio, through the the mainstream corporations, is a, a voice of, you know, shit. A lot of it is a voice of destruction. Destruction. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so all I'm saying is <laughs> Since hip hop has started, there were always multiple kinds of voices within hip hop. Right. So I don't right. understand how we get thirty years down the road and all of this evolution, and all of a sudden we only have one fucking voice. And then, right. and then, and you know, when when shit happens, when you see there's thirty rappers that have been killed over the last six months or eight months or whatever. What is going on in hip hop? It's not, that's not hip hop. You know what I'm saying? What you're doing is you are putting the streets in a corporate unit and promoting that bitch. So now if you know that's what make money, what you going to do? You're going to go where the money's at. You know what I'm saying? If you know that that's what the system is supporting, what you going to do? You're going to make the shit. That's if you've been listening through all of these mainstream organizations and the algorithm is pushing this one voice to you specifically to you that's going to be the voice in your head you know right. and i'm not i'm not saying i got no answers and i'm not saying that it's no easy yeah. fix or no shit like that all i'm saying is is i sit back and observe that mm-hmm. these big corporations 
these people who work in these jobs who live nice, they probably at Martha's Vineyard right now. You know what I'm saying? Chilling, living a life. And right. they're putting their corporate checks behind these voices that are, you know what I'm saying, putting out the messaging of violence, you know what I'm saying, hypersexuality, all all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that that shit don't have no place in the world because mm-hmm. I grew up in Miami. You know what I'm saying? Don't start get it, get it, shake that pussy, pop that pussy, you know what I'm saying? All that shit. But that wasn't, you weren't hearing that shit on the radio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit was not being pumped into everything that you saw. That's some shit you had to go seek out for yourself and had to go be in the place to be. And I'm not saying that that even life is supposed to stop right there and then, you know, everything's supposed to happen. But uh, again, after all these many years, I mean, say, say even if we take it from 2000 to now, that's 21 years. You know what I'm saying? And that voice has been getting refined to a very small group of voices that's coming at us every day. You know what I'm saying? A very drill, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of gunplay, a lot of this, you know what I'm saying? And this is, it's going to be like, say my daughter, Mm -hmm. she's 13. That's what's been pumped. Most of her life is that voice. Right. You know what I'm saying? So even the R&B slow jam love shit that's supposed to be happening is that voice. Right. You know? How about that? How do you in the house or, I mean, obviously you can't be around them when they're in the world, but like with your children, particularly with your your younger children, do you do a curation or like a monitoring of um, their, you know, music intake or is it kind of like? I mean, how you, know, how you going to stop it? Yeah, how you going to stop <laughs> it? Know. Like, you going to you going you going to be on their phone twenty four seven? You know mm. what I mean? You going and and then you going what you going to turn the Apple TV off? You right. know what I'm saying? It's the world. Like you know, what I mean, I'm again. I know these voices exist. You know what I'm right. saying? I know that they're gonna seep in. You know what I mean, it's not like you unless you just turn off all this shit. This shit is across the whole spectrum, especially when it comes to us. So right. you can't turn it off because you going they're gonna have to know how to live life around the shit that's already there anyway. Right. So maybe not even turn it off. Go ahead. I'll, let's finish so I don't, I, don't I, I, I I when I'm in their vicinity and they're playing something, you know, a lot of times it's headphones, you don't know. Right. Um when we in the car, certain songs come on, they be like, Oh, that's my jam. Like, God damn, this 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 shit right here to suck dick through your draw shit. Get right, the fuck right, out right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, you know but what do y'all have the conversation about any of this so, type of shit? Sometimes, or? but this, this shit gets redundant because that, right. if you're going to have that conversation, you're going to have that conversation every day. You right. know what I'm saying? You're going to have that shit every day. You know, all right. you could do is come in and put, put the shit on what you want to listen to, what you want the vibe to be in the space and, and keep it moving. And But you got to, you got to, you teaching, you got to teach about life as a whole. You know what I mean? Again, I'm not... I'm not trying to pretend that these voices don't exist and that we're going to walk into the world and, and these types of ideas don't happen and they're not there. They are there. But how do you how do you live in a world in a way that, you know, what I'm saying that you can move forward even in spite of like I grew up, like I said, I grew up in Miami. You know, what I'm saying pop the coochie contest every week. You know, what I'm saying. But 
you still have to find a way to move in the world without, you know what I'm saying, throwing throwing the dick on some booty. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to get up, right. go to regular work and live in a regular life. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you have to you have to figure out how to how to d- differentiate between that idea as entertainment and your own moral compass and your own fucking way of your own walk in this world because right. it's not going to always match up and hopefully with the shit they got on the radio now that it ain't going to never match up but you know you that's a that's a fight that you fighting against the program you fighting against the algorithm and and that's a fight that you don't know who to blame. Nobody blamed Jimmy Alvine for all the beefs that was going on in hip hop, even though he was funding and financing them and profiting from them. You know what I'm saying? Didn't nobody, nobody mentioned his name. You know what I mean? We'll talk about the journalists who wrote about it and we'll talk about academics now and you know what I'm saying? Whoever the fuck, but we're not going to talk about the heads of these labels. We're not going to talk about the people who program these radio stations you know what I'm saying? We're not, we not going to bring Ebro name up in this shit. But these are the people who are programming this shit. When Charlemagne talking about, well, who is responsible? Nigga, you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You too. Because, again, like you said, you're discovering a lot of them through the interviews that they do. So everybody mm-hmm. plays a part. Is right. You know what I'm saying? And these people get paid to play a part. From a, a right. corporate entity, a lot of times that's being traded on the stock market that has shareholders that are all benefiting from the voice of destruction on our side. So mm-hmm. it ain't just, you know, the listeners. The listeners have been programmed for the last 15, 20 years on the same voice. But that's 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 just my little soapbox, you know, man. My theory. Yeah, man. Rep your soapbox, man. I'm here. I listen. I'm listening to you, and I feel you on a lot of that shit. You know, it's a uh, like I said, it's a it's a it's a deep conversation. You know what I mean? Um, it's one of them things. I still sometimes I'm uh, maybe I'm being idealistic sometimes, but like I'm still on the side of I I don't think the audience knows how much power they really have. You know, and I say that I say that all the times, even like outside of music culture, like in another conversation when talking about like the sneaker market and the resellers and how it's become like ridiculous. You can't even get a a sneaker for retail because every you know, I mean, like, you know, everybody's indulging this aftermarket. And it's Mm kind of like if you just say, fuck Nike, I'm not wearing that shit. You know what I'm saying? And shut it down collectively. Like, nah, I'm not I'm not paying all of this. Y'all gotta learn how to service this. You know what I'm saying? If you you know what I mean, like not be uh a slave to hype marketing, you might be able to sway things, but it just seems like so much of an uphill battle or so much of a sacrifice to not be popping in the moment that that gets Kind of discarded, you know what I mean? And then, well, go ahead. What you and that's that's the point of capitalism. You know what I'm saying? You think kids gonna be able to discern? You know what? I'm gonna have to stand in my power, and you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna pay these prices. That, well, that's not it's, how it's gonna work. Well, it depends because, and again, I can't really speak because I ain't got no kids. But like a lot of the times, unless the kids got a job, the parents are paying for it anyway. You know what I mean? And it's also like when you were saying 
you know, you know, you realize at some point in life, you just can't throw the dick everywhere. You know what I mean? You listen to throw the dick, but you realize that that shit is not conducive to real life. And there needs to be like, I guess it needs to be distilled those moments when you realize, oh, I can't really be wilding. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was a parent. I don't know if it was an OG or, or it was an opportunity you missed. But there's moments when you realize, oh, this is wild. <laughs> I can't, if I'm trying to move to this next level, if I'm trying to get into this space, I got to shed some of this shit. Or I got to compartmentalize. I got I to gotta check this at the door. Like, mm -hmm. maybe at some point, it happens in a way that might even be shame-related where niggas clowned you or you lost some shit or somebody checked you in a way to where it was. It fucking bruised your ego that maybe you black it out. But something happened or maybe you just somebody had some sense and sat down with you and said, yo, if you're trying to, you know what I mean, build a life for yourself that's wide and broad, there's certain things that are not going to work in these realms. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always po there's points in life where people, you know, there's a little bit of staring or there's a little bit of, yo, nah, that ain't that ain't it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and there's people that make that decision. They be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to do me. I'm going to be outside. You go ahead. Go on without me. You know what I mean? It's like there's that point to where there is a decision being made and maybe we got to realize what was it that made me realize the cost of it all. But I also want to say this last thing though, on some, um, as far as these other musics and shit like that, like I don't really get into all of the other musics. I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I just, it's not really appealing to me, but I just watched last night. I was watching this, um, documentary on Woodstock 99. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, and it was funny as I was watching it. You know, I remember a lot of those um, those bands, Corn, um, Limp Biscuit, uh, you know, a bunch of these bands or whatever of that of that era. Like when I was in college, and then even later when I was on the spin side. Like I remember, kind of, I guess willfully ignorant to that shit because it just wasn't my thing. You know what I mean? I remember I was taking over MTV, but anyway, they was talking about how. Depending on who you ask, Woodstock was a shit show, Woodstock 99, and a lot of that music was real aggro, white boy type shit. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And, you know, with all those, I think like hundreds of thousands of people at Woodstock, a lot of fucked up shit happened. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like they burnt that shit down. Women were getting sexually assaulted, raped. There was, uh, motherfuckers was knocking down all of the barricades. Like it looked like some anarchy shit. Mm -hmm. And it was, and they were saying, they were like, yo, similar to your point, they were like, when you look at the lineup and you look at who they had performing and you look at the, you know, the, uh, the energy that these bands had, it was only, it was bound to happen like this. Like they showed a moment and it's like the promoter kind of blames Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit for starting a riot because he... He was on stage and he told the crowd to break stuff. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, 
The album, the song, and it's fine. So the song on the album is called Break Stuff. So when you hired this motherfucker to perform, he gonna perform the shit that you hired him to do. And this is how they respond. But the moment, there was a moment where he was like, he similar like to the baby in many performers, you know, you got your preamble, you got your your crowd speech, get the people hype and, and segue into the shit. He was like, yo. Um, and I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, yo, I know a lot of y'all men, women are feeling real angry right now and you're feeling real frustrated and you got a lot of negative energy going on and it might be at yourself. It might be at other people. You might want to punch somebody in the face. You might want to break somebody's jaw. You might want to, you might hate your parents. You might hate society. You might hate all of this shit. But right now, I want y'all to bring all of that to the surface and let that come out in this moment. And we gonna start breaking shit. And they, and they go into the shit. And these motherfuckers go crazy. They start destroying shit. They taking big ass things of plywood. They fucking crowd surfing on the plywood. Like the shit looked bananas. It looked like they had to knock down the tower. It looked like they started climbing it. They looked like roaches. Like it was bananas. A sandwich, and it go. I mean, it's all you know. It's programming. I don't know, but the funny thing was, you know, after Woodstock '99, after that shit was, you know, it got it, it got uh you know terrible press. The guy was like MTV shifted the tone of it or whatever, whatever, and gave us bad press. We got negative, and he wasn't really accountable for shit. But like, I guess like that same year or within a year, they did. Coachella, not the same people, but Coachella arose, mm -hmm. right? And Coachella was like the opposite, the total contrast of mm -hmm. what Woodstock '99 was. And they were like, "Yeah, it was. It was more like there was only like three women that performed at Woodstock, and it was like one woman each day. So it was like ten metal, and you know what I mean? I forget <laughs> what they call them, the new rock bands or whatever they call them, like all of that. But it'd be like Alanis Morissette, and then you know what I mean, like or <laughs> jewel or some shit like that to to kind of temper all of that crazy energy but then they were like you know you go to this shit the curation was way different they were and they i forget what they said but like more progressive hip-hop you know because that was you know always they always show the 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 clip of dmx rocking that bitch you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying but like i think dmx might have been dmx i think puffing them played there the roots played there but um you know, it just goes to show sometimes I guess like it all hits a crest. The waves hit the crest. And, you know, this is me from being at the beach this weekend. The waves hit a crest <laughs> and then they kind of they kind of collapse and they they settle and some other shit going to happen. And, you know, there's a bunch of little festivals out there that still like kind of counter curated it you know forever right. rolling loud you know it's a made in America or there's a, uh, uh, you right. know, I can't think. And, of I, you know, again. I, w I wouldn't say nothing about, like, the culture, like, the mm -hmm. festivals, the clubs, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, you know what I mean? That's just natural shit. I'm right. talking about where there's investment being made, where, mm -hmm. you know, I'm talking about capitalism. capitalism. I'm talking about radio and, you know, record companies. I'm talking about, you know, Fuck it, it's easy to do this shit and rap. Let's just get the hottest little motherfucker that's popping in the streets and we're gonna finance that shit. You know? Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. we're gonna hire 
the most gangsterous niggas in the streets in each region to to kind of you know what I'm saying bring those guys to us and they manage it right. for us you right. know what I mean right. I, I I heard a quote in some interview where somebody was saying this you know this music industry is a blood based industry where mm-hmm. you got so many bloods that control so many different factions of what's happening. So they are basically financing the streets and bring us the street shit, which I have no problem with. Mm-hmm. But that ain't the only fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? My problem right. is once you get to the top of it, the top of the food chain, right. and that's the only thing you're financing, that's the only voice that you're financing in the entire culture, then right. it, it's not it's not natural no more. It's not it's no organic balance. no more. It's, it's no balance. It's... Just okay, let's mine this shit and let these motherfuckers just, you know what I'm saying, tear shit up into because they only tear shit up in our own communities, you know? Mm. So we're gonna pick the 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 most tearing shit up and we're gonna run with that shit. And there's always been tear shit up. It's like three six mafia goddamn invented tearing shit up, you know what I'm saying, in hip hop. But they was just one group. In the nineties. You know what I'm saying? It was it was them over there doing their thing and they was popping with their thing, but you also had tribe, you also had this one, you also had that one. You know what I'm saying? Now you got, okay, who is the wildest nigga out of Inglewood, Chicago? Who's the wildest nigga out of out of the A? Who's the wildest nigga out of Compton? Who's the you know what I mean? Let's put those let's let's put it behind those voices. And again, I just think that we we place a lot of responsibility on the people being programmed and not on the programmers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. There it is. <laughs> and I, you know, we can keep going and going and going, but shit, we we said enough for that. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's that's that, that that's that. On Let that. us know what y'all think. Yeah, let us know what y'all think. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh man, what else is going on with you? What's what oh, else is cracking? Shit, what else is going on out here? Yeah, you got the Olympics out here. <laughs> yeah, you watching it? It's funny because I'm a random Olympic watcher. You know what I'm saying? I'm not watching it because you know the time is you no. Know, Japan is so far off our time schedule that. Mm-hmm. You you know I don't really know when to watch shit you know you can look it up but I'm a YouTube mm-hmm. Olympic watcher so okay. now that I've been watching the shit the shit just the algorithm just send me more fucking Olympic shit okay. and so I just be watching random shit sometimes volleyball and you know what I'm saying all kind of you know what I'm saying steeplechase shit and you know I'm watching random shit that I you know a lot of times you wouldn't necessarily watch but since it's the Olympics it's more prevalent you know what I mean um what I've also been doing is you know because you, you know track and field is the the main event especially for for us you know that's when you know the people of the african descent is is shining out here and shit you know, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of competitors. Actually, what I've discovered is a lot of black people in some some random ass European countries that's winning gold medals and shit. You're like, yeah, damn, you from where? You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like a lot of the a lot of European countries have their their black uh, constituents on on the highest stage in in these athletic um, events. So it's weird discovering. You know, like the guy that won one of those track and field events was from 
from Italy, but he was a black dude. Lamont. Yeah, yeah Lamont. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, damn. Yeah, damn, black Italian won that shit. Like, you, you wouldn't right. think it was no black Italians. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> the, the, way that, the way that the propaganda go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? And then the um the the runner, um, what is it? The 1200 meters. You know, she's an Ethiopian. I think her last mm-hmm. name is Hassan, and she fell. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like they was coming around to like the last lap, the last 400 meters, and she, you know somebody fell in front of her, and she got tripped up and fell, and she had to come all the way from the back. And she won that mm. bitch. That shit was That's dope. Cool. You know what I'm saying? It's like these feats of athletic intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's like amazing because, you know, you sitting, you a regular motherfucker, got a beer and some chicken wings and shit. You couldn't do <laughs> none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, yeah. look, look at that motherfucker go. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? So... Is I just be watching random shit and be inspired just by the the you know the endurance and or the you know the skill and all this you know all of these things that that we 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 can't even fathom in our own regular life you know people talking a lot about Simone Biles and her her mental health thing but nigga you couldn't do none of that shit and you would have tapped out long ass time ago you know what I mean mm-hmm. so. I, you know, I take my, and it's, and it's a lot of these sports that don't have like a mainstream industry. Like, where do you go at the, as a javelin thrower? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, professional, right. Professional javelin thrower. You know what I mean? You don't even get a Wheaties commercial and shit, you know? Mm-mm. So it's like, they just, they do this out of, this is what they do. And it's like, it's a, it's, it's amazing to watch somebody get into some shit that they do. That you're not being fed every day, like you're not programmed to see a, the shot putter or the javelin Thor. You 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 see Kevin Kevin Durant shit. He don't give a fuck. He out there for charity, damn near. Shit, y'all talking bad on the <laughs> on the USA men's basketball. He's like shit, I don't even need this shit. Mm-hmm. Shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But he competing anyway. He out there doing his thing. But it's like like on some of the smaller events, you know, and then plus having been doing the show with with Sonya Richards Ross, who's a, a Olympic track runner, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Four time gold medalist, and and wow. to to know her, you know what I'm saying, personally, and now she's broadcasting for the Olympics. So when what I did, I went back and watched all of Sonya's like metal races and other and you know even some of her highs like her first college race and shit right right the shit like like when you especially like like when you see men running track you like you expect that shit needs to be big and strong and running fast and shit but like when you see women run it was always like a trip like even as a kid there's a girl named Sonya Legs that was in elementary school with me. Fastest. That was her real name? Yeah, Sonya oh, that Legs y'all called- was her real name. That was okay, her real name. Okay. <laughs> and she uh-huh. was fast as fuck. But she ran right. like a like a gazelle. Like it was like the way she ran was beautiful. Like, you know, most kids, we was yeah. awkward just running. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ah, her shit looked smooth and sleek and she was just speeding along. Like, damn. So like when you watch, like, especially like the one hundred meter and the four hundred meter runners. You get mm-hmm. to see their motion and that shit be looking real sleek. Like, damn, that motherfucker got wheels. That's what that's what they say when right. you fast. That motherfucker got wheels. 
So when I was watching Sonya's race, I'm like, damn, Sonya got wheels, boy. She out there fucking it up. So, you know, I just been doing random Olympic YouTube watching and it, you know, it's been it's been inspiring. <laughs> That's dope. What's cool about the your Sonya situation, what's cool, this is what I think is cool about it. Like, okay, so now she's a host on television, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's a, you said four time gold medalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's not, a, you know, she's not competing anymore. But the wow shit is, <laughs> if push came to shove, just one day y'all niggas is on the set, and you decided to erase her, she, I would get probably smoked. dust your ass. <laughs> I would get smoked with the nigga. ease, man, man. <laughs> with the quickness, ease. nigga, with the ease. Like that's like some superhero shit. Yeah. You know, like when Clark Kent is Clark Kent, and then he, he sweat. You know what I mean? He got his suit on and shit. You don't mm-hmm. know this motherfucker can fly? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool. Nah, um, but when you when you you when you round that type of athlete, you already know. You know it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like it's like when you can see somebody know how to fight. You like, oh, that right. nigga know how to fight. Just the way they right. move, you know. Like, let right. me get on out their way, cause that nigga right there, he ain't thinking twice about no fighting. It's Most like that. Fight. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like you already know that these people physically have something that you ain't got and you're going to mm-hmm. leave, leave them alone, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Get on out the way. Let these people be, Hey, what you, what you need? What you, you need some coffee? What you, what, what, what was going on? Right. But it's like when you around people that have those extraordinary physical, um, abilities, uh-huh. they stand different. They walk different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's nothing like, you know, the world, like, you know, society and the way that it's built now, you know, it's it's not built around physicality and what you can do physically no more. You know what I mean? Like maybe back in the day, but now, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like a technology nerd based society. And it's like, where do you like, it's like being the Mr. Incredible and shit and, and you can't be incredible no more. You got to go to work. And you sitting right. in that fucking office in big ass chair, little ass chair, and you big as fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like that. It's like where do where do you go in the world when you have all of these physical abilities? Like you know, at some point, you know, you you have to you meld into the regular world, but you still are different, and people know that you're different. Like you have different kind of abilities, and you know, unfortunately that. You know, it, it, you get a, you age out of it. Like at a certain point, like you know, LeBron ain't gonna be LeBron that we knew. You know what I mean? Right. He holding on, but at a certain point, it's gonna, he just gonna be LeBron in the suit that show up. You know what I'm saying? Talk on the camera and shit. Like mm-hmm. looking looking at Enjoy. Jordan being regular. You're like nigga, right. do something, nigga. Yeah. Dunk on a nigga. Right. <laughs> He's like, but he ain't finna do that no more. But Jordan is, but Jordan is such of a, uh, a far out there example that his brand speaks for him. Like you only, you don't have to see Jordan do nothing else. But if you if you run into a motherfucking Lamar Odom and shit, you might try to treat him like he regular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And he not. So there's that. Yeah, nah. Speaking of the fast cats, I remember when I was a kid, there was always, there would always be them kids that felt like they was faster with no shoes on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When they want to race, they'd be like, hold on, let me take and They race you mm-hmm. barefoot. Mm-hmm. And for whatever, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was a mental thing or whatever, 
But they often would be way faster with no shoes on. I never commit that much. I I, yeah. I was always it's got to be the shoes kind of guy. But I wasn't going straight barefoot in them streets. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was always a couple. In my era, the crazy. shoes were so bullshit that you probably was faster without them. <laughs> you know, you by era, you run running in some chucks or some Converse decks. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right, even right. hard ass Jordan ones, you ain't getting. Nah, that ain't nothing to be running in. <laughs> it's a hindrance. Yeah, that's what. That's what Send me the Jordan go ahead, go ahead. had to play. And he like he. I guess he did a throwback. He had to play in some of them shits. He was like, nigga, feet was bleeding. He was like, yeah, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah. Send me the clip of that um that woman falling and coming coming back. Um, mm-hmm. I want to check that out. I think similar to the radio thing, right? I think since I cut the cord, mm-hmm. I'm really not like because I was never the Olympics was always back to your whole thing about being a random Olympics watcher. They kind of always caught me like that. Like the Olympics would be around, and then. You know, this is back in the day when it was all TV. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, you turn on Channel 4 and whatever program you wanted to watch has been preempted for the hurdles. And you're like, I guess the hurdles is on. Let me see the hurdles. And then mm-hmm. you see something ridiculous. You see something amazing. And then now you kind of pulled in. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm dealing with apps you know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever I'm going to, I'm not uh I'm not a prisoner to whatever the TV is programmed. Right. So I'm not even coming across the Olympics as of yet. I'll see I'll see the news talking about it like on Twitter, or maybe I might catch a video or something on Instagram. I haven't really even looked on YouTube or whatever, but is how much longer are the Olympics going? How much longer do we have left? I'm not sure. I don't yeah. really know the time frame. I, I, again, I'm just okay. following along via the YouTube. Yeah. And what turned me off, though, this year, real mm-hmm. quick, what turned me off, though, is like with the, the Shikari Richardson thing and then the um, like the whole thing about the the black women swimmers not being, they had to use different type of um, swim caps and shit like that. It just felt like there was a lot of bias towards black people in what, the Olympics. What, 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 what Shikari had to do with that? Well, the fact that she couldn't, you know, she couldn't compete because she got out. Motherfucker smoke drugs. I'm not saying that, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, if we, <laughs> this is the thing. No, I'm not saying that it doesn't do. Okay, well, let me say this. One, I felt like it was valid if that's going to be the rule. But then maybe two, three weeks later, then it was like Megan Rapino and somebody else talking about how they fucking with CBD to calm themselves down while they competed at the Olympics. And it's like, now we we splitting hairs now. Like, okay, right. CBD may not be THC, but it's still weed. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we, if we ain't, if y'all is cutting motherfuckers off for getting high, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might need to cut motherfuckers off for getting low. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you catch, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's keep it 100. Let's keep it fair. Listen, listen, let's keep it man. fair. Do you know yeah. as a, if as an athlete you know which shit you could do and you can't. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And and you got people who 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 toe the line. You got people who cheat. You know what I'm saying? And get away with it. But again, if you if you know the shit is on the uh, the banned list and you do the shit within the realm of you knowing that you about to compete, nigga, that ain't their fault, man. 
That ain't they fault. I'm not saying that. And, I, and to be clear, I'm not saying that. Like, again, she played herself. She, she did what she shouldn't have done. And she know better than anybody what the, what the, the rules are to right. compete in the Olympics. She's dedicated her life towards that. Right. right? But what I'm saying, I, you know, initially, even before the Megan Rapinoe thing, initially, when I found out she wasn't competing, because like I said, we talked about it on the podcast here. It was like she came out of nowhere like a hit single. So I was like, oh, shit, she's going to be at the Olympics. She's going to get busy. I can't wait to check that out. Then mm-hmm. I heard, ah, oh, she got high. She can't compete. She's out of there. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to watch the shit. You know what I'm saying? Then I saw at the same time. Now, that was on her. Then I saw at the same time that they was hating on, you know, black women having bigger swim caps. Nah, we can't do that. So, the, you know, not that I was probably going to be watching the swimming thing anyway, but then it started right. to feel like it was a little culturally biased. Right. And I was I, like, I get that. I, I, I'm I, good. But I don't think yeah. that's the same thing. You know what I mean? But yeah, I get that. Okay. No, I'm not point. saying that. I'm not I'm not even putting Shikari as an equivalent to the black swim cap situation. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that there's less and less black representation there, so it's less and less reason for me to be like, oh, let me tune in. Because yeah. damn, the 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 hot uh runner who was who was taking over the the whole Instagram a week ago is no longer gonna be there. You like ah, it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like the festival. It's like a festival, and then the hottest rapper in the game just got locked up. You like that? Ah, you look at that ticket price differently. You right. say, "Well, shit, if they ain't gonna be there, I'm cool. I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna chill." So yeah, it's but one of those type of things. But but it takes away from all the other people. You know what I'm saying? All the other black women and black athletes that are competing, and it's a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? You, you, I know. You know what I'm saying? You got you got a lot of a lot of people running and competing that want your support. You know what I'm saying? No that doubt. they didn't take over Instagram for a week. You know what I'm saying? But they they've right. been working their whole life for the same shit. You know what I'm saying? They didn't right. make the same mistake. You know what I'm saying? One thing, well, just the, the thing that I didn't like about uh-huh. the the way that she carry uh, carried on after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is that you know she made it more? She made the whole shit about her. Like, well, you know, what I'm saying I'm I like I don't want y'all to we want y'all to boycott because I ain't gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing. And then you know, as it's going on, instead of just laying back, you know, like like Chris Brown advised the baby and shut the fuck up and get back to track, it's like, do y'all miss me now? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, come on now, like. Yeah, can't have it both ways. Yeah, fall, fall. Yeah. Yo, man, let let these people do what they do just because you ain't there. You know what I mean? Don't make it like you ain't there. The whole world shutting down, and it should because you know you smoked a reefer. You know, <laughs> and I know, I know you had good, good, you know, reason to. Your mama just passed and all that, and I ain't got no problems with with you smoking the reefer. But you knew the rules and you got caught. If you ain't get caught, hey, you know what I mean. Right. There's plenty of runners out there that be do the motherfucking hormones, growth hormones, and fucking steroids and shit that don't get caught. But hey, you know, and when they get caught, mm-hmm. you know, it's a thing. But you know, you got caught. Sit down, hush, come back. You know what I mean? That's just my thing. On it, it just turned me. It's, it's kind of like the baby with the goddamn candy boys. It's like you know, you might want to just chill out a little bit. You know what I mean? Because it's not Be gonna, humble. it's not gonna play well for you. You know what I'm saying? In the long run, it's gonna that shit gonna come back. 
to bite you in the ass because you're going against the whole running community because you made a mistake. Right, 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 right. I think it also kind of is back to like the, uh, like the gangster rap niggas and then the, the regular, you know, diverse rappers. It mm-hmm. goes back to, like you said, yo, there's a bunch of other black Olympians out there that's that's really talented, that's getting to it. Mm-hmm. But I ain't really heard nothing about them. So that's why, unfortunately, and salute to all of them. I'm happy yeah. that they out there. And hopefully I discovered them and you're going to send me that link. You ain't heard but about Allison, Allison Felix? From way back in the day, I ain't know she was no, still no, in the she, game. Yeah, she's still in the game, man. Yeah, but you ain't even going. You ain't even going to Olympic shame me, bro. I don't know I'm just, many I'm of these asking, people. Did you hear about? I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, but like, no, all. I'm like, not saying. I'm being funny, people. but I just. But you said Sydney, it like I, I discovered Sydney Sydney McLaughlin. This this motherfucking Olympics. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've heard of. Only people I heard of that's competing now is Allison Felix because of the. You know what I'm saying? You know, she been running and kicking ass in the last couple of Olympics or whatever. And then Nike, you know what I'm saying, didn't want to pay her when she got pregnant. You know what I mean? So so that was a big thing. Then she came back with her own fucking shoes to run this Olympics. So that's the thing. Sydney McLaughlin, I I discovered this year because she was running against Dalila Muhammad. You know, she a Muhammad, so I automatically knew who she was just through osmosis. (laughs) <laughs> and Sydney <laughs> McLaughlin, she beat her, and you know what I'm saying in the in the trials. So I was like, okay, uh-huh. I need to see what the fuck she gonna do in the real Olympics. So right. I'm not gonna not watch that shit because she carries smoke the reef. Right, 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 right. Yeah, all right. See, I know uh, the name Allison Felix. If mm-hmm. she walked in right now, I wouldn't know who she was. But salute to her. No, there's, I'm not shorting these salutes. I'm saying I know that these people are out there going for it, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, you know, it's a, uh, and that's why I went back to that whole Clark Kent analogy. It is on a certain level a bit of an anonymous pursuit. You know what I'm saying? Like Kevin Durant play on TV. He's a Nets player. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we, he, he's, he gets the shine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas a lot of these Olympians, as great as they are, Mm-hmm. They don't get the shine, but every four years, if that, you know right. what I'm saying? And so you'll be unfamiliar with a lot of these people until right. someone like Nike or Adidas or some type of brand takes a, you know, endorses them and puts some light on them and turns right. them into some type of story to cheer for. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, that's that's all I'm saying. It goes back to programming. Right. Like I and said, it- like this. Yeah. And that's that's my point with with hip hop. That's the same point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, yeah, you got yeah, you yeah. got you got some of these guys that are pursuing. When you got these guys being promoted, and you're 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 sitting in the house like, what kind of rap do I want to rap? I like to rap. You're going to rap right. the shit that's that's getting the promotion and then that's getting to the money and like, yeah, I want to be the successful motherfucker. So right. you're going to chase behind. What's that? What's the easiest route to the to the bag? These companies supporting this. I'm gonna do that. And but then when you anonymously, you know, doing your your other kind of hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. you just out there. That's all. It's a lot lot to do with how we are programmed. Yeah, nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, last thing, do you want to do a quick power recap before we transform and roll out? I'm always with it, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Shit. Okay. 
just started up. It's uh, to set it off, brother. Bet, bet, bet. Uh, what do I want to say? Uh, it was a good episode, man. I'm, you know, I'm fucking with it still. Uh, I'm trying to recall what happened on the episode. It's one thing. It's a very small thing, but I, I I feel like I would have to bring it up just a little bit. It's kind of, it's like your point last week about Joey Badass and the truck jewelry. So that shit look official. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't always get it right. And this is very, 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 very nitpicky. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. The sneakers, you know, they doing the Jordans mm-hmm. from back in the 90s. And they got the actual right models but they got the retros of the models, mm. so it's not the you know what I mean. It's like not instead the of the right Nike Air, the time. yeah, instead of the Nike Air on the back, they got the Jumpman, which mm-hmm. is the retro. But this would be when the real model would be around. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just felt like you know what I mean. That could have been a little something, but you know, that's 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 a nitpick. You know what right, I mean? Right, but right, I, right. Yeah, I had to kind of had to speak to that. And my 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 nitpick of the week. Uh huh. Okay, go ahead. This is this is this is very uh textural of the era. During uh-huh. the cocaine era, uh-huh. you know, things were a little more aggressive and loud and animated. And right. when they showed the, when they opened up and they got the guys on the corner and you got the guy that's kind of running the corner, he kind of like he moderately telling people what to do. Like, hey, you know what I'm cop saying? Yeah, 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 cop and yeah, go. Yeah. Da, da. Niggas didn't sound like that on that. That's not how the corner sounded. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the corner sounded would have had a whole lot more urgency in the voice, a whole lot more, mm-hmm. cop and go. You know what I'm saying? You even got to be yelling. It just felt like yelling, even if it was a whisper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's like, Everything in that era was a little more elevated. Like if you even watch sports, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The the way that niggas played sports was a, even a different at a different tempo and a different aggression than mm-hmm. how how they do it now. You know what I'm saying? Even though like in football now, like shit is mad aggressive. But it's just the motions of that era just was a little more exaggerated and it wasn't as calculated, it was just wilder. So Right. That was that's the, my only nitpick. Like that corner was way too tame to be, you know, in the motherfucking early nineties. But mm. let's get to it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Uh, and I'm I'm pulling off the top of the head because I don't even. What do I remember from this joint? Uh, I like the. Uh, I like I like the little low life storyline that they doing with right. Um, that they doing with jukebox. Mm-hmm. That was pretty interesting. Uh, I never seen the uh, let's let's catch it off the truck. Right. You know that's what, what I was like. That's a bit ambitious for a, a, you know what <laughs> what a low life at crew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They skipped yeah. the stores. They skipped all right, that right. shoplifting. They like let's no hit Lizzie the truck. bags. Yeah, <laughs> they went. They said, "Yo, we, this is the Latanza heist." Right, they went all the way. Up. <laughs> they they, they real ghost and you know what I'm saying, high thinking right. on this motherfucker. Right, right, with some box cutters. With they some did box all cutters. of that in the low. Yeah. They in the low, right. robbing the truck. Right, right, which which is a little <laughs> like to be a low life. Like I get it, but like not to be. Maybe be a little bit more low key, no pun intended. Don't come here looking like the motherfuckers head to toe in the stolen low. You know what I mean? Y'all niggas is like seven deep. 
like that in these primary ass colors. That shit looked a little crazy, but um, yeah, that was that was kind of that was kind of cool. I just I just click off with just some of the funny shit, like the um, uh, jukebox and a homegirl at the little mall spot singing mm. the deal. Like I remember them little mall spots where you could go make a tape. That was a big thing, like right, either at right. the mall or like at a amusement park or uh, like a carnival mm-hmm. type thing where you could get in front of them cameras. Right. Like you would feel like you just got signed. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, I did. Me and my homeboy did. It takes two at, at the carnival one time. Right, <laughs> right. See, yeah, that shit. You walk away with that shit like yo, my, my life might change. But it was funny be, when they played that because I had just watched the Mary documentary, and right. And she got her her demo was off of one of them mall joints, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anita so, Baker, at the gallery. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I had yeah. I was mm-hmm. fresh off of that, so I was like, oh shit, they about to do the motherfucking Mary J story in this bitch. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, what else is going on? I'm trying to think. So they they had the low lives. They had they opened up with the chase. You know what I'm saying? And Omar right, Epps right. with that slow ass run, the whole I, he wasn't even supposed to be even in the conversation to that chase as slow as he was yeah. running. But okay, yeah. we would we'll give him a pass. But I was glad they finally broke him down and he had to gas out because he was looking gas from the rip. Yeah, yeah. But then we find out he got the leukemia too, so that you know that could add to it. Even yeah, though but he was gonna he be gassed anyway. Yeah, he wasn't an Olympian. <laughs> he was not. He was not Allison Felix at yeah. all. <laughs> nah, and that's that was one of the parts that made me think about the sneaker because then he had the great fives on, right? You know what I mean? And he wipes them and then he walk off, and there go the retro patch. I was like, ah, but uh, yeah, that yeah. was cool. Um, that's when you think you know, but you don't know. Right, right, right. So there's that. Um, I'm still kind of like this. Still, I guess there's still. I feel like there's still some more story we're going to find out about the Omar Rapp's character. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't know if he used to be in the streets or something, or, you know, he definitely seems like he's from around the, the way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he seems familiar with the people. I don't know if he's just that type of patrolman. I think yeah, that, yeah. you know, he's probably of the area. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to... It's- Curious to what degree. Guy yeah, it seems like he, he's, he's from that old school of community patrolling. He he mm-hmm. feels like he, he you know he understands the streets, and that's you know that's the thing about police. You know what I'm saying? Their coworkers are the streets. You know what I'm saying? And criminals mm-hmm. and shit. You know what I'm saying? Cops and robbers. Cops yeah. and robbers. So like the people that they identify with are going to be the people that they patrol daily. You know what I mean? So yeah, they might go home and be regular Bob and Grill, but when they go to work, they dealing with. Criminals, nigga, they are, you know what I mean? Shit. So mm-hmm. that's who they're basing their, they're judging their career off of the career of a criminal. You know what yeah. I mean? And and while we can sit back and say, you know, that's two separate things and, you know, just you keep your job and your life separate. But when you're a human and you're in an environment day in and day out, you're going to play by the rules of what's going on, where you at. You know what I'm saying? You got a job to do, but you start to understand the dynamics and the syntax of the streets. You know what I'm saying? You feeling like you getting respect out of these certain people in the streets. I think he's he's in that shit. It's like on like deep cover when he went so deep that he couldn't 
you know what I'm saying? He became the streets, mm-hmm. even though he was a police officer. So yeah. I think that's where he's in that place right now, it seems like that. He's in that place where he's so connected to it that his respect and everything is based off of, you know, these people respect me. I know this shit. You can't tell me shit about this shit because I'm here. I'm in it. Knee deep, 10 toes down. So, yeah, it is that. Yeah. So you got Rocky, uh, Rocky out there getting a smile on her face with the, with the, you know what I'm saying, with who, who yeah. I think is a op, but you know, we gonna see. Mm, mm. <laughs> op or you think he's a, uh, and uh, what you call it, a, uh, an operative? Both. <laughs> okay. I think he, I think he the police. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Just the new nigga out. at the bar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just yeah. wipe it. Yeah. What the fuck you wiping? Ain't nobody in that motherfucker. It's closed. And just available. Right. To just be whenever you need me, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. eyes, all ears on deck. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Right. The club, the old girl who run the club, she she snorting the cocaine. She ain't focused. You know what I'm saying? He right. just up right. in the middle of this shit, and you supposed to be the big, bad Rocky. God damn it. You, you know what I'm saying? Letting this motherfucker blow your back out and, you know what I'm saying, fucking with your mind. Mm, yeah, yeah, that could. I didn't even think about that. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm looking at um, what's the brother's name? Greg, not Lulu. What's the other brother's name? Um, Cheryl. What's I forget the brother's name, buddy. The one who we fucking up, who never miss yeah, opportunity to miss opportunity. Miss opportunity, yeah, which is one of the best <laughs> intros to a character in a minute. That's that's some good fella shit. You know what I mean? How they do the real. Sum you up real fast, <laughs> right? Yeah, that 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 shit. That's the type of shit that lives with you for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, he wilding. He done got um white girl, old big ass Rottweiler. Right, he about to get turned out by her. Then he right. he hitting Kane in front of Kane and dope. Yeah, right. Marvin. Yeah, yeah. He front Kane and the dope under you know. You know, on the low against Rocky's wishes. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he then he getting caught. Looking through um, jukebox's room, like he just he kind of moving a little sloppy. So, I mean, but that's well, how they introduced him. That he was sloppy, you know. What yeah, I mean? and I wonder, I wonder if that's because how he was introduced that it colors the way we looking at his movements. You know what I'm saying? Where I don't scrutinize Lulu's movements. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I could I could be like Lulu, a little sensitive or a little territorial with Homegirl. Cause when he was in the in the um at the studio, mm-hmm. you know what I mean when she was I mean, when she was, you know he he, he had good brother. right to be he had good right she was she was out of pocket a little bit you know what I'm saying overstepping she was going crazy uh, yeah she, you was, know what I'm she was a little too familiar you know, yeah 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 you know what I'm saying so. and first of all this a nigga that you know. He a customer, so you don't really respect him like that. You know what I mean? You you know right. what he do and all that, but he he a customer, and you all up in his face on my time, like you know what I mean? Right. You know, not that <clears throat> you know. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm watching this as a as a viewer. Yeah. This not my uh-huh. life. I'm this not how I feel in real life. Go ahead, speak Before I break it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But ahead, as ahead, as watching it as like from the outside looking in, it's like. She slipping, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all can't have to do some business in and out, you know what I'm saying? So right, right. she's lingering Familiar. too long, trying to link her brother up, who we already, 
nowhere. You know what I'm saying? He ain't that good. You know what I'm saying? That's already <laughs> been in the storyline. You know uh, what I'm saying? He won the poetry contest, and then it was like, but, you know, that shit wasn't that good. You know what I mean? Right. So she doing a whole lot to to the viewer, to me as a viewer. Yeah, it's a little... Uh, she even came in a little weird. Like, even the way that they connected off-rip at the table, it just felt a little forced. Like, that mm-hmm. storyline is probably one of the most kind of... We pushing it. But mm-hmm. I want to say one thing because it's funny that you said that. You say, you the customer. You ain't got the respect for him. I was thinking, in the drug game, that might be one of the few joints. You know, they always got the thing, the, the, the motto, the customer's always right. Mm-hmm. That shit is not the case <laughs> in the drug game. <laughs> Nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of here, cop and go. Yeah, that shit is hilarious. In, yeah, in the man. game, is hustlers and customers. You know what I'm saying? And right. they're not equal. And they, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. This is the, and that is one of the the few places because everywhere else, the cut retail, all the other shit. Yeah, man, the customers always right. Da 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 da. Man, there is so much disdain for it's the people disdain. that are. Man. Hey, you rich. <laughs> hey, hey, it's funny because. You know what I'm saying? I understand that dynamic. And mm-hmm. when, I, when I first started drinking coffee and shit, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my man Lloyd, rest in peace, had bread style. And he had, right. you know, he liked to hire cats from the hood and shit, right? right. So he had this right. one cat from the hood working the cash register and shit. And I come in, you know, I'm about to order my shit. He's like, aha, what you in here for your caffeine fix? I'm like, nigga, this is a coffee shop. <laughs> the fuck is you yeah, talking man. about? <laughs> this right, nigga made right. me feel like a customer. I'm like, man, what the fuck are you, motherfucker? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Let me, I ain't no goddamn customer. I'm a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, caffeine head ass. Nigga. <laughs> oh, caffeine head. You in here for yeah. your coffee fix? <laughs> <laughs> you need your jitters. I'm yeah, like, nigga, you in the wrong profession, homie. But I understood, right. you know what I'm saying? You know, Brother Lloyd likes to help the community. So, you know what right. I'm saying? I know you ain't never had no job before. So, you know, I, I give it to you. It's funny. I saw him the other day. He work at, he he work at, he been working at Home Depot since he left there. So, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He know how to work. And I'm like, oh, there mm-hmm. go, that go homie from, you know what I'm saying? From motherfucker mm-hmm. tried to customer shame me. <laughs> right, right. You probably still be doing that shit. What you got? More lumber, nigga? What you buying? Drywall again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in here for your lumber fix. Mm-hmm. Look at this. <laughs> what in here looking like a termite. <laughs> Making me sick. <laughs> oh, like uh, shit, man. Kane and Sloppy out here jumping out the stash house, revealing the spot, trying to push up on Davina. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Davina might be low-key playing him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, she perceptive. She's not stupid. We seen from the door just how perceptive or just how she watched the game play. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, she was like, yeah, they don't let they don't let ugly dudes run the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just that type of, like, weird insight that's, mm-hmm. that's somebody that be paying attention to shit. Mom <laughs> is probably a crackhead, it looks like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that little baby, I think it might be hers, but maybe not. Because if he'd been clocking her like that, he'd have caught her when she was pregnant. He'd have seen yeah, her yeah, that she'd yeah. been pregnant. The mama but, on crack, um, and you know what I'm saying? She got to yeah. hold it down. 
Yeah, but um, yeah, she got to hold it down. And now Kanan over here buying groceries and all of that, hopping out of a stash house, kind of playing his hand a little bit much because he's so like, he's so like young eager. and like eager and arrogant and nonchalant and like he don't realize the stakes of it all because it came too easy to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like um, it's almost like it's it's not even almost like it's like it's nepotism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he has got so much proximity to, you know, such an elevated uh, purview to the game that he's not, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like he don't know all the fun. To, like he's been fast tracked and he, he think he know everything and he really don't know shit. And there's so many moments where you could kind of see like, okay, you bugging. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You young and you you out here wilding and you your nose is wide open for this girl who probably know you had something to do with killing her ex and all of this other shit and she playing you a little bit. I think there's something that's going to happen there. But then the other question I got for you, at the very end when they over at um, D-Wiz's mother's house, mm-hmm. do you think Kanan figured out that his mom's put the head on um, D-Wiz? Well, I think he's always, he's been suspicious of it from the rip. That's why he's been asking those pointed questions to her and, you know what I'm saying, watching her moves. He know that she called on some weirdo shit, talking about y'all could watch. Uh, but what what was the movie that she had for them? New Jack. New, New Jack, Jack City, City and shit. Like, what? He invited his friend over. Like, when did, you, when did you, you know what I'm saying, call and invite my friend over? Like, when you start doing that type of shit? Then all of a sudden right. the nigga end up dead. I think he he he's on to it. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to figure it out. He's he's posing the questions like to the cat who's in the stash house with. You know what I mean? Right. So he's trying to figure it out. He's trying to figure it all out. The problem is he just don't know that it's, you know what I'm saying, for him. You know? And, you know, I guess that's part of the whole shit. Right. But, you know, he young and dumb, you know? Yeah. yeah and mama yeah, trying yeah, to protect yeah. him. And that's what, and I think that's going to play into that shit that uh, Unique was talking about. Right. When he said those lines to her about you got a different relationship with your son than I have with mine because he was inside of you. Which, which. To lose Jerome, I'll kill Jerome. (laughs) Not not that I'll kill him, but I'm not finna do this shit that you're doing. I might punch his ass in the mouth and tell him to sit his ass down somewhere. But. It's, that's a weird concept You know what I'm saying Like I never thought about The relationship That a child And a mother had Cause I'm not a mother You know what I'm saying Until I heard somebody say once You know what I'm saying They was talking about their kid And it was like And this a motherfucker That has heard my heartbeat From the inside I'm like damn Nobody ever hear my heartbeat From the inside You know what I'm saying Like that's a unique yeah. ass position You know what I'm saying That I never even right. considered you know what I mean? That's not even something that I would yeah. think about. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but a mother would, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm not a mom's either. But it sounds a little dramatic. I think this. I say this like I. No, I you're think, not a mom's. I, think, <laughs> I know. And no, and shout out to the moms. I don't want to disrespect nobody. Alienate the audience. 
I mean, no, true indeed. Somebody was oh, listening. Oh, the baby on the ass. Inside, don't, yeah, right, right, right. I got to come back to social media. Hey, listen, y'all, I'm sorry for the people that carried out there. You right, they was doing surveillance inside your womb. Anyway, all I'm saying is this. <laughs> I think tripping. two things. I think two things. Because I just think that that sounds like some real, like, heady shit. But again, I could be dismissive of all of that shit. Again, I... Sorry, y'all. I appreciate it. Hit me in the comments. Be cool. Anyway, um, I'll say this, because I do think that they, what I did like about that exchange, I thought it was a cool line, because um, they always kind of tipping their hat to like to show that, you know, Rocky was smart. You know what I'm saying? But like, mm -hmm. you know, he was like, you know, it's chemistry. She was like, no, actually, it's biology. I thought that was a cool little line. Mm -hmm. But I think... I then the reason I kind of dismissed that whole hear my heart beat inside. I think that Rocky, obviously, that's her son. You know what I'm saying, and it's the mother, and obviously that that connection is there. But I also feel like she's also like in the game, and he mm -hmm. in the game, and she's trying to show him. Listen, fam, you in the game. Pay attention. Like I would hate for you to foul out you know what i'm saying and the fucked up thing is what's gonna happen what i feel is gonna happen is what's really gonna get him to be on point because he's bugging and he's not really he's too reckless i think he's gonna do some dumb shit that's gonna get his mom's killed i think well, that's what's gonna happen i think that's gonna be that's what's gonna really make him realize oh i fucked up big because Every time he fuck up, she's still there to kind of mm -hmm. to kind of clean it you know, up help his fall. Yeah, clean it up. You know, make sure the fall ain't that hard or whatever. Whatever. She's got his back and more than anybody else because everybody else, everybody else is telling Rocky that's the the Greek chorus through the whole shit. Yo, he been in the game ever since he was born. He's your child and his and his father's child. He came in the game even before he knew he was in the game. He's he was born on the board. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we see him, even as a kid, as an heir to the throne, as a threat, as somebody that might have to be dealt with at some point. You know what I'm saying? Whereas you might still see him as your little baby boy. Mm -hmm. You are probably the only one that sees him like that. Lulu mm -hmm. don't see him like that. None of these people see They see him as a relative and all of that. Even, even Jukebox, like he's family, but they see the reality of the situation, whereas maybe the mom's, Rocky, is a little blind to that, but maybe not as blind as we think. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, he benefits from all of that shit, and he don't realize it because you don't know what you don't know. He don't realize how much he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, how much he's been skipped ahead and every time he fuck up, she clean that shit up. Mm -hmm. And I think that what's going to get that motherfucker on point is losing her. That's, that's my prediction. Even well, though I think Patina Miller's killing it. So they might give her a few seasons, but right. I think at some point, right. you know, I mean, if you, if you follow 50's story, which this is his right. post, his mother got you know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, it would be unique that he's killed his mother, which would all match up to the get rich or die trying story. Right. And, right you know what I mean? Right, so, right. you know, we'll, you know, yep. we'll play it like that. But yeah, you know, I, I, I like it. I, I like that. You know what I mean? I like that they're adding other dimensions to her character. 
Um, I think they overplay the smart shit. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and you know what I mean. And, they they heavy handed with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just letting it play. But uh-huh. I appreciate it that it's there. Uh-huh. Um, I appreciate that they they letting her. You know, you know, get her smiles on. You know, right. because a lot of times they probably would have drugged that out longer as her being this hard, fearsome uh, leader. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I appreciate that they're, they're actually letting her explore her other side and and get rocked on the floor, even though she a big time dope <laughs> dope dealer. Like I don't, right, I don't right. really understand it, but okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> she on vacation, like she right. said, she, yeah, she on vacation, swimming it, yeah, but yeah, on yeah. the floor though, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, man, that's a little hard. The experience, it's a little hard for the <laughs> back, goddamn. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But I, right, 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 right. This nigga been talking about concrete for four episodes now, goddamn, right, nigga. Right. You need a new topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he ain't his 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 little uh, his his breath. Of uh, <laughs> shit to talk about is very limited. I mean, I like that they threw that little Robert Moses shit in there because right, right, I think people right, should know right, about that. Yeah. But uh, I, or, or or maybe it's just a testament to like how uninterested a lot of that urban planet shit is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, un, you know, compared, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> You know, and no disrespect to the urban planners listening. Nah, nah, nah. I get it. I'm just saying, but they boil it down to concrete a lot. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it's like, come on, it's a lot of urban planning to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot Mm -hmm. of that shit to be talked about. But, you know, hey, man, it's it's entertainment, man. (laughs) Speaking of entertainment, one of the funniest parts that I thought was (laughs) hilarious, uh, what you think of? D'Angelo Barksdale hitting the mute button on that lady's uh, fucking um, hearing aid. Oh, that was terrible, <laughs> man. What the hell? Oh, that was bad. That was so bad. Like That's almost abusive. Like, what are you doing? She trying oh, to hit a bingo. <laughs> he shut her whole system off. Nigga, get another yeah. table. Why is you in there right. shutting off the right. lady hearing aid? Nigga, move. <laughs> Oh shit! That <laughs> shit was so foul, so funny, so ignorant, so innovations and ignorance, man. Uh, I was like, man, what would you say? What the innovation of ignorance? <laughs> innovations and ignorance. Oh, you know, I tracked that. Innovations and ignorance. Wow. Oh man, but shit, that shit was crazy. That reminded me. We ain't gonna get into it. But that reminded me of that uh, that uh, sign language interpreter on the side of the stage at Meg The Stallion show during a wet ass pussy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that shit, but that was crazy. It was hilarious. Though. I didn't um, see it. I yeah, saw. He, I saw. Uh, who was it? Young Thugs. Young Thugs. Yeah. Uh, uh, translator. Yeah, yeah, that becomes the thing. But like, you know, WAP is very uh, explicit, and there's nothing really. It's very. I guess you really can't be subtle when it comes to sign language. So when. When they go in there, she's going there as well. And it's something to see. It's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, man, shout out to D'Angelo Barksdale in there. It's hard to take him seriously, though. But Yeah, it's you know tough. He brings that over from the from the other spot. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then just to have her, her, his mans don't mm. even really seem to be loyal. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, that was pretty quick, the flip. Super quick, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, hey, <laughs> shit, you want to flip? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On the walkout. 
<laughs> you know, damn. Um, Shit. But hopefully, hopefully, homegirl picked that up on that um on that uh hearing aid. Mm. And give him the tip <laughs> off. Say, hey, Dean, I think they they conspiring. You know what I'm saying? I, I heard it over the sound system. Mm. Anyway, uh, shit, it's about time they transform and roll out locks versus dipset tonight. Bird, that should be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be interesting. I'm excited to to see how it goes. Should be interesting. Uh, you got any predictions before we go? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's that, transform that, that, that arrow, that arrow, like I was That ain't you the lock, No, it ain't that it ain't me It's like locks versus dipset is very New York shit You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. just touching down when that was popping off So, right. you know, I don't really have a lot of intelligence on You know what I'm saying? What's what? And how mm-hmm. the the dynamics is so, you know, what I'm saying I like the dip set for what they was doing. I like the locks mm-hmm. for what they did in their space, and but I don't know how to contextualize it. You know, what I'm saying and and say you right. know this is this this is that versus one versus the other. So, right. you know, right. I I can't I can't jump in that conversation. No, I dig it in short because I think we talked about it. But real quick before we get out of here, I think you know I'm a huge fan of the locks, a lot of locks. Mm-hmm. Fuck with Dipset Heavy too, you know. I think that. I think you know, like I say, I think Versus respects, you know, they respect records. Mm-hmm. I think Dipset's catalog might be a little bit more robust. I think that you know Jada's the anchor over on the on the lock side of things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's probably got the most familiar category catalog out of all of the locks. Mm-hmm. Um, Styles coming in second. Styles got a crazy catalog, but you got to kind of be a Styles fan. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she got a couple things. He had the Woo Block thing, but you, again, you had to be a super fan. Whereas if you go over to the Dipset shit, mm-hmm. not only did they have the double album that had joints on it, Cameron got a career with a lot of records. Mm-hmm. Jewel's got quite a few records. Jim Jones got quite a few records. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I think. It's always, I always feel like it, it always, no matter how closely a fan I am, I'm always still pretty surprised by what records are played. And there's always at least one or two records and probably going to be a lot more in this one. That surprised me. I'd be like, oh shit, I forgot all about that. So mm-hmm. I'm just all in, but I wouldn't be surprised if Dipset pull it off. But you know what? It could go either way. It could right. go either way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in a conversation. We out.